0: Hello and welcome back to episode 7 of the ID Boxing Podcast with me, your host Rob Tebber. As always, please like, comment and subscribe. Turn your notifications on for more boxing content. Now that's out of the way, we have a packed weekend to review. I am joined by none other than Mr. Barry Jones, such an idiot. Look at, look at him, look at, there we
1: go. Oh, that, that's what it is.
0: You, do you, you have a trick with that? You used to, I've seen uh, you do press-ups with a point. With a punk it's like yes, good, right, yeah, yeah, yep. But we don't have time to talk about that. We're also I'll do going it right back, now, wait, I'll wait there. <laughs> we're joined by Mr. Andy Clark, chaps. Uh, busy weekend of boxing, um, not as busy as it has been, but plenty of action nonetheless. Andy, going to come to you first, we're going to start at the, the big boys and work our way down, I suppose, Joe Joyce versus Jile Zhang. Well, I think we all kind of sat here last week and we we, we spoke about the dangers of Jile Zhang and I think we saw that on Saturday night at the Copper Box Arena, didn't we?
2: We did, um, and we all got it hopelessly wrong in terms of our predictions, as did most people that I spoke to during the course <laughs> of the week. We, we weren't the only ones. It's great being wrong. Yeah, we, we've said this many times before, seeing something you're not expecting to see, that, that no one's really putting in the script is great. You know, it's, it's one of the best things about boxing in particular, but just sport generally. And, and Zhang was absolutely terrific. Yeah, I, I think in these scenarios, something I'm always aware of myself when, when you're covering fights, when something happens that maybe you're not expecting to happen, Make sure you concentrate on on giving credit to the winner and and concentrating on what they did do rather than thinking too much about what the fighter you may be expected to do better didn't do.
1: I'm not, and doing, I'm not doing that. I mean, we've got
2: to do both. You know, that's <laughs> what we're here for. We've got to do both. But I thought Zhang was tremendous. He, he looked he looked totally at ease with the situation all week, and he didn't really do anything that we didn't expect him to do. The way that he set up and went about it, he, he was really relaxed. At no point did he look like he was in any trouble stamina-wise. I know we only barely got to halfway in the fight, but he was just superb and he just kept landing and landing and landing that left hand. And as for Jorty sits, it was pretty shocking to be honest how, how easy it was for Zhang to land that left. It, it really, I mean, it was, you know, people, the easy counter to that is just to say, well, have you not seen his last two fights? He gets landed on easily. That's, that's That's always been a potential problem, but they were different. You know, Takam and Parker, he felt their power, he didn't respect it, and and he went to walk them down and walk through it. Once he felt that left on Saturday, particularly in the second round, when he nearly went down, he would have known from that point onwards, I've got to stay out of the way of this. I can't walk through this. His eyes started to come up as well. He would have known that this was different, but he couldn't stay out of the way of it. He just he just couldn't. And he said that in the ring afterwards. He was frustrated, but that is, it's strange because he would have faced plenty of southpaws in the amateurs. Didn't have a great time against Usyk, obviously, but not many people did. Only one in the pros and Lenroy Thomas, who he bulldozed. So you could maybe think, is there a problem there? But he just couldn't get out of the way of it. He just could not get out of the way of it. And... You could see that eye closing. He it, it was kind of, as the rounds went on, taking the shot a bit better. He uh, seemed to kind of be getting used to the power. Maybe a bit shocked by it at the start, but the eye was—it was rapidly closing—and and and you could see that it was just a matter of time, really. And and he had no choice but to stop it. The referee.
1: Barry, initial thoughts. I kept really quiet then. little proud of myself. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um... Surprising. I did say, I put a tweet out, saying like, another great prediction from me, but people thought it was genuine. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, yeah, like the article, I was going, yeah, i just let him say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally wrong. Couldn't, got it, couldn't have got it more wrong if I tried. Um, it was, first of all, it was like Joyce never boxed a softball in his life. I would say that. Like, he kept moving to his right. I, a lot of people move to their right against a softball, and I think it's trying to get them to turn and put weight on your back foot to throw the right hand on the middle. But I'm never a fan of it, to be honest, I'm never a fan of you, like, I, I think you've got to, you know, you've got to stay on there, you've got to stay away from them, well, stay away from their shots all the time, and and just the way, the way you just moved on to shots, it was just, I, th- I think what, I think what, well, what, what I'm trying to, like, put my mind in and on when I was watching it, was oh well Zhang took away his jab, just all the time, yeah, he just would actually down, didn't he? mentioned in the preview yeah. show as well it's, yeah, yeah he parried it's giving the jabbed, him something didn't he? to work off yeah. and, and throwing that left hand just yeah. just moving away moving away and that, and that, that made Joyce then just walk onto the walk onto the left hand all the time because hes thinking i got i gotta find the gap gotta find the gap and he couldn't turn on his left now we didn't find nothing new out about Joyce. We, we knew he still had a good chin he got hurt we didn't say he couldn't get hurt let's be honest he's we, been hurt before and i think we did mention that it was speed that that was going to really unravel him more than power because once he sees the shots he can that's why i thought that's why I thought jan couldn't hurt him you know jan got fast hands he does tire quick in previous fights and he has and the shots are down the middle and he'll see him and brace himself joyce and he'll be able to take him but the shots that really hurt him he didn't see them and you think that's that was the problem real problem for him and i think it was all he just took away his jab he was moving himself on the shots that he couldn't really see and then he had a real problem from there in. But his chin held up. I've got to say that. He, he looked wobbly. He looked like he was going down. It wasn't that that stopped the fight. And he was coming into the fight. I don't think he was going to win it, though. To be honest. I, I had, no. Did you give
0: him any rounds? Choice?
1: Yeah, I did. I think I did, yeah. I, I think it was an argument he could have won two, I think. A strong argument he could have won two. Because he was, it, it was a lot like the the Hergovich fight, I thought. Where, indifferent, because I don't think he was as, as effective as Hurgovic actually. But... He's doing all the work, but all the quality in, in every round came from Zhang. I mean, and massive quality, and there was such a disparity in the quality of the work. And then, so you, I understand why you always have to go with the guy who throws the better punches rather than the guy who throws the most punches. Though I was a guy who threw the most punches, not the quality punches. So I tell you, they want to edge towards me, but still, you know, even if your punches are not really heavy, they have to be effective. And none of Joyce's were effective, almost none of them and and every punch that jang landed with was effective so that's why he was winning the rounds where some people were saying oh you know shot worked him but there was no effect and the scoring shots technically scoring shots but again because boxing sub- subjective it's a scoring shot with a jab worth more than three heavy shots mm. you know or, or it's 10 scoring ju- shots with a jab worth more than three heavy shots
2: that's the tricky calculation yeah. isn't it or how that's do you work it because
1: it becomes computer scoring if you just like shots landed yeah. So it's difficult. I think that's difficult. No, so I, I did give him a round, but <coughs> no, I, I, he he was never looked like he was going to win the fight. But he was coming into it. He looked, he looked like you said, he Looked like he, he he adapted to the the weight of the shot, and he was getting. And Zhang was tiring, and he was starting to puff. But I, I put a tweet though as well. There not not there was not one moment in that fight, not one second that he looked panicked or worried. Yeah. No, not at all. He just I,
2: knew he needed to keep landing that left, didn't he? The, the fifth, he kind of looked like he was maybe taking. The round off a bit, but he probably still won it. Yeah, yeah, because he just slide that left hand out and, and well, just kept landing. The it.
1: difference between him and Hergovich is that uh, Joyce and Hergovich that he knew where Joyce was all the time, so he, he could literally close his eyes and hit him. And once he took away that jab, doing this, which is brilliant actually. It looks rubbish. But it's really clever.
0: He, I thought he, I thought he was brilliant, Shane. Sorry to to dive. No, in there. no, you're but right. With, with with the lead right hand, especially when he lands that like left hand in the second round, you can just see him measuring with the lead hand. He gets his feet a bit closer. He measures it. Oh, he's there. Gets the feet a bit closer. Touches again, and then
1: wallop. And, and, he, left ju- hand and comes he was using that jab as a platform to come over with the right, yeah, right yeah. hook. Yeah, that's right a hook couple yeah. Of The right got hook. A was, was, yeah, that was the
2: first was, shot he really landed yeah, in yeah. the first well, they're round. But the
1: shots you going to see. So they're, the, they're the, and with that weight in in the shot, we're saying about all the time, Joyce, If he doesn't see it, that's what's going to hurt him. That's why hammer briefly hurt him because he didn't see the shot the hammer's not a puncher and, and and it's that you don't see him and 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 yeah and, and I think he just totally confused him but still Joyce there didn't seem any plan about how to fight the southpaw you've seen the warm-up actually that was quite alarming and, and warm-ups warm-up and when you've got a fighter who's not a natural thinker on his feet type of fighter which I don't think Joyce is then you have to go over step by step what you have going to do in the ring don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do that. And you always go through what you've been working on in the gi- in the gym. But when you seen a little insight into the into the changing room on TV, if anyone was live, they didn't see it. Was Joyce didn't look like he knew what he was doing when they were going through the motions about what you what you should be doing. And that was that's a worry. It's like that's net, interesting. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's, like, it's uh,
0: something that um, Dempsey and Frampton. Are you on there? Do, yeah. yeah.
1: But and and I think that was that was the worry. I switched off once the fight's gone. To be fair, I didn't really listen to all that. Uh, but. It's, but it was interesting to see that, and Franklin know better than anyone. You no, know, you go, you gotta go through what what you've learned. Of course, you're practicing the. the you know, you've been practicing it for weeks, months, depending on you know, how long you've got. Or in my day days, but, but you know this, you, you know you, you got to think in your mind. This is all I gotta set out, and it gotta be quite, and the plan has to be very fluid. But he looked like he, they just listen, try, they, they just come up with the idea. Don't forget to try this. I'm to do this, and that's what it looked like. And maybe that's because the way he is. But either way, you know, for the man of his experience, amateur. I'm pro now because he, you know, he had a really good apprenticeship as um, Joe Joyce. He looked lost, and, and all these things. He's never got, we're never going to change him about how, how stiff he is, how strong he is, and all that stuff. That's that's who, that's who he is. But to take a keep taking a pivot, uh, yes, I said it <laughs> <laughs> by accident. I said it. This is crazy, like how's I right. with, like how's I <laughs> with <laughs> but um, like a little spin on the left foot, or even just a step to the left, just to stay away. From, from no from his left hand you have to do that I mean you, you, you go you step to your right against the southpaw if you want to punch down the middle but you, but you got it to sit on the back foot to get weight but it's a step and throw it's not a just step 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 and keep walking into it and you can say you can stay away from that right hook that blocks the right hook a jab and bring it back up you're better off doing that than you are hoping you're gonna miss the left hand coming straight down the line it just seemed bizarre but Zhang was so controlled Focused someone's laughing all the yeah. <laughs> wasn't that funny, and um <laughs> and so he si <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. his money <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is ridiculous, but um but it's um he was so- he was just composed and and never once did he panic, and I don't think the pressure was intense enough to make him panic or make him tired, and I think even though he was tired, like you said, even that fifth round he he like he was taking a breather, he still was the around still for the effective punches, and I think Joyce needed a, an almighty push. And I think Zhang was, was aware enough to hold on and lean on and all that for the to, to see his way through the fights. We don't know how it turned out. But Josh is not a KO artist. I mean, I say that, he's knocked out almost everyone, he's boxed. But it's accumulation of punches and he wears them out, and he tires them out and then he hits them, like he did with them um, with a brilliant combination with, with Joseph Parker. But that that punch, those punches didn't have the same effect if he would have thrown out in round one. Mm. I think you know he gets you fatigued first, Tritional, and maybe, yeah, attritional. That's the and word. there was
2: just no reason for Zhang to think that he was going to be able to. Well, that it, that he was that having that it, left everything hand was going to stop landing, and he was There's having everything no on way. his own
0: terms. It's one of things yeah. that you've said yeah. in the past, Barry. Like Zhang was. Zhang was really composed, he was tucking up really nicely. Yeah, he didn't get hit at all, did, really. Not really. He? And um another thing that you the kind of that you've said, Barry, in the past is that yes, Joyce has a fantastic engine, but nothing saps your energy like getting hit. And he was getting yeah. hit with yeah. some big shots by yeah. twenty stones, six foot six. And I think
2: I think something that, that it's quite easy to forget about sometimes when you're talking about someone's chin, is that having a great chin is is all well and good, but facial damage can stop a fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we we forget that sometimes. You know, An eye swollen chuck can stop a fight. A really bad cut can stop a fight. It doesn't mean that your head's scrambled and you're about to go down, but it's enough.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those... I put out a, a tweet about it where I said that. And again, it's sort of... We know that Joe Joyce has got a great chin, but anybody can be hurt. We saw him in the second... I think he was hurt in the first round, like buzzed bit. in the first yeah. round, but yeah. the second round, he was really hurt. Oh, and then yeah. from then on, it kind of felt like... It's almost strange because you're waiting for Zhang to slow down and Joyce to do his thing. And it never really came. Okay, he was getting more into the fight, but it never really looked like there was going to be that momentum shift. And Zhang, as much as, I think, towards the end of the fifth round, he sort of slowed down a little bit. Still having everything in his own way. We still landing. the. I didn't give Joyce a round. I gave all the rounds to Zhang. I felt like the, the clean, hard, effective punches came from Zhang. And I couldn't really... I could see why people maybe had thought... I, I can't see what the judge who had Joyce ahead was seeing. That's insane. Really bad. But I, can't, I can kind of see where people... I think the third and the fourth rounds, Joyce... Yeah. You know, they weren't the, the rounds that he'd add in, the, certainly the second round. And you can see why people may have liked more of his work in those rounds. But for me, I still but felt... But in both of them, running. if
2: I remember correctly, towards the end of the round, I was thinking to myself he's doing better here and he might be winning this round. And then in the last 30 seconds, he just landed that left hand three or four (laughs) times. And then you look at that and you'd say, well, he's won the round,
1: doesn't he? And also that, that, it's to me where the effect, doing better than what you did or do, uh, maybe it's better than what we expected before the fight fight starts. And you go, oh, he did better than I thought you would. You nicked that wrong. That's
2: an easy trap to fall into sometimes.
1: And I I, I would say um, with, with Zhang, like he looked just like so confident. I, I mean, you know, I know even before like, walking, they ring everything about. Him. He looked so confident that he knew he the a guy that he just couldn't. The once he heard, well, I think once he heard Joyce, Joyce didn't commit to any punch after that. He was touching the shots, He turned, he turned Joyce into Barry Jones, <laughs> like he <turned> <laughs> a, <laughs> unbelievable. But it, no, he did. He didn't. He wouldn't follow through the <laughs> because that and that it was that. Blocking the jab and the right took over the top. He's getting one really, might of be shots that make you wild. But you go, it makes you they sting you, make you blink, and you're like, oh. And then you're thinking, oh. And, and, and again, I say it all the time. It gives you that second secondary thought in your brain, slows you down, and then you judge, you you um question your commitment to every attack. And that's what he, that's what he did to Joyce like very early in the fight. And then Joyce then was almost like Joshua actually recently, touching with the punches, not punching through the target like he would before. And I think that. That, that intensity then, even though he was he was working hard, Joyce, the intensity in his work was different, and I think and, and so there was no pressure on Zhang even when Joyce was working was busy and do oh you know his yes his engines getting getting into play Okay because there was no pressure in, in the punches no no intensity in his work, Zhang never panicked, and he, but Zhang did that early by hurting him early and making him think about and making him, every time he, he threw a jab or, or got his arm out like that or left hand sorry Joyce he took a right hook. Or got blocked all the time and he couldn't get that jab off and I think all that and then when he got buzzed he was well aware that I can't make a mistake and I don't think Joyce is a thinking fighter and because he's not and when and you're making him think you just clam up
0: Joyce um, Joyce, Robert Zhang did look very confident it was almost I only really thought about this this morning on the way and there was an air of Andy Ruiz in, in uh, New York about it I felt where in the build up to the fight you had Ruiz the nice guy let's the, have the belt and you had Zhang I'll go for a Chinese and chat shit get Zhang and all of this stuff and he became like a little bit of a, a cult figure in the build up even in the dressing room you mentioned uh, him looking confident he was sort of bopping around everyone's oh look at Zhang oh look at him He's like, even I'd put out to you oh, he looks like a real character and then he went in the ring and pretty soon you, you kind of uh, He's not just a jolly giant who's come over for a Chinese with big John Fisher, and he can actually really fight. And I wonder if that played into it a little bit. With everybody talking about Anthony Joshua, everybody talking about Tyson Fury for Joe Joyce, I think they may have took their eye off the ball a little bit, Andy?
2: I don't think it was necessarily that. I I think they would always have felt that he was a genuine, real threat. He he did do a great job of playing his part in in promoting the fight, which isn't the easiest thing in the world to do if you if if you haven't got um fluent english if you're fighting in england but so he did tell, everything tell that he, <laughs> he did everything that he could possibly have done to really do what he was required to do i mean one thing he's a grounded guy joe he's he's not he's a sensible guy but he might still have just got a bit carried away with the idea that he can't be hurt and can't mm. be knocked out and and the granite chin and all the rest of it because the evidence for it was there it doesn't mean that overnight you turn into some kind of blithering egomaniac, but he might just mentally have thought, yeah, maybe that is a thing. Maybe I really can't be because, I mean, look at all these punches that have been landed on me. And then all of a sudden, it turns out not to be the case. I mean, that, that, I think that was probably more of an issue for him, maybe. P- people yesterday were, were throwing the weight out there. He was a stone lighter, but he, he could have been five stone heavier and he wouldn't have stopped that eye-closing it wouldn't have stopped that left-hand landing.
1: He's still still moving the same way, isn't he? If anything, he's slower. Slower. Yeah, I think they they wanted to get faster, but it didn't work.
0: He was two pound lighter than when he boxed Daniel Dubois. Um, And he's fine in that fight, obviously, but I think one of the things I want to come to you about, Barry, is you mentioned their... looking like he'd never seen a Southpaw before. He's obviously trained by somebody who's probably seen his fair share in the past. Ismail Salas, obviously Cubans and Southpaws kind of go hand in hand over the years. Salas, after the first round, wasn't happy. Said to him, you're half asleep. Well, you need to wake up. You need to
2: this. Sorry, sorry, one thing I know is right at the start of the fight, I don't know if this was just whether he's always like this or whether it was because he kind of came straight across the ring at me, looming at me, Joyce, was that he seemed really square on. Yeah. I remember looking at him and I looked at his feet and I thought, his feet aren't that square, but his trunk was really square. And I just said it immediately in commentary, but I couldn't work out whether... More so than normal, or not, but it just struck me straight away that he just looked really square. There's something that Enzo is...
0: Macronelli uh, said today on Twitter. He said he was square on. He was kind of again what you've said. He looked like he'd never faced a Southport before, and it's kind of like trying to work out: is it was it him just being asleep at the wheel in the first round? Is it something that they've not prepared for in camp? We've seen on Twitter, every, um, Joyce's management team, and the people said, "Of course, he had Southport sparring. Of course, he was sparring people. You're not, you know." I don't think anybody believes that he didn't have Southport sparring. But what is that, Barry? I mean, is it just... It's, it's, you, can,
1: you, can, you can teach a fighter something for months. And in the gym, you can get in, fight night you can't. Because you've you got to adapt to what, what you've been doing in the gym. In a, in a pressure situation, sometimes you just revert back to type and the pressure... When you're tired, all those things. When the pressure mentally, but under pressure physically, whatever you just revert back to what you do, your natural state, whatever that is. I mentioned this about Joshua weeks ago. You know, his natural state now is to protect himself, where he used to be a bit more destructive. So, when things don't work for you, when things don't work, and that's the thing. If he's land, if Josh is landing with a jab, things are starting to work for him. Or even if he's just not landing with a jab, if he's making if he's making Zhang move onto his right hand by throwing that jab, then he builds in confidence, he maybe gets more side on. maybe he's starting to step to the right to throw the right down, not just step to the right to take a shot. That's what was happening. But if, when things don't work and you start to panic, you forget about you've, all, what you've done, you just do what you do naturally. Because you don't have to think about what you do naturally, it just flows. But you have to make what you do in the gym a natural thought. You can't do it solely, but you have to try and make it an instinctive thought. And that's repetition 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 that's why when you first turn boxing when you first start boxing when you're a kid most of us you're shadow boxing in the mirror well, you know you've been training kids yourself no no it's in the mirror hands high elbows like touching you're looking at yourself for a reason because you have to know what you have to look like what you have to do and then the feet work, the footwork is simple so you do all that stuff until it becomes just a natural process and then you don't have to think about it then you move on to other stuff and i think that's but that takes time and, and that's that's the worry and I don't think and I also some fighters get it quicker than others some fighters don't panic under pressure some fighters can adapt quicker because they have they can process more information while it while it in, in a live situation I don't think he's one of those fighters who can do that which is no 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 matter so then you just dial out on what you're good at because he knows I can walk through everyone let's be honest he didn't know he got buzzed but he didn't get dropped he almost did to be fair mm. but you no know, and it wasn't the chin that let him down Let's not forget that the chin saved him a weaker chin than his and he was the the fight was over early, massively early so you know they didn't let him down. his his qualities didn't let him down but also his flaws were massively exposed that robotic thing that everyone says he has but it's okay because it doesn't matter because that robotic thing makes him a machine that walks through you and tires you out until it doesn't so that's something else this nothing's a problem when you're winning it's only a problem when you lose all your flaws don't matter long as you keep winning yeah and, and and but we all know his flaws, and he knows his flaws, and, and you can not reinvent the wheel with everything. Let's be honest. Oh, you know, and I never thought like Salas is obviously a fantastic trainer. You no, know, he trained lots of great fighters, but I you know, there's no movement in his work. You no, know, there's no. I don't know what's what. He's no more athletic. He's no more. He has no more la- better lateral movement than he ever has. He's still robotic. He's still stiff. So I you know, Does he need someone like Salas?
0: I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's like salad. Not I'm no, no, of course. Yeah, I you know, he
1: might be better off with someone who just who just, you know, just trains Like oh, he would be he'll be Sugar Hill next week, but nobody. No, he just needs to be solid with his work and, and keep his shape. But I, I mean, he squared up. Like Enzo Max, right? You know, and you're right. He squared up and and he just made it an easy he made himself. He made an easy target, which he always has been, even easier to hit.
0: He made an easy target, but I think one of the things that I was surprised about is I expected the jugger jab. I expected the jab to get... The jugger jab! He was a lot more defensively responsible when he boxed Daniel Dubois. He was a lot more wary of the power. Yeah,
1: but he's up against a different... He's up against a guy who, who's... Oh, he's who's, an orthodox fighter and he's... More a, than that, he's up against a guy who's, who's, who's almost as robotic as he is. No, disrespect is Daniel a good fighter, but I mean, that's the truth. With Zhang, Zhang, who's a massive lump, is more fluent, a faster hands. That's the, That's the truth. Much faster hands. So, you know, you you have to try and, you have to train and adapt for that. Which I'm sure they did. I don't know, I've never trained a fighter in my life, so what do I know? But I mean, it didn't look like, that's what I'm saying. But Zhang was, you no, know, you've got to give Zhang his credit. He went out, he took that jab away straight away. The jab's always a hard punch to land with the southpaw. That's the truth, because just the way they're lined up and you've got to come over the guard. you you got to get your foot in the right position to, to throw over their lead. But stepping to the right and trying to land the jab against the southpaw is is almost impossible unless you've got a massive reach advantage or really fast feet, which he has neither one of those. So again I mean he, he had a bigger reach but not massively bigger and he hasn't got fast feet. So you've got to throw the right hand. But you've got to take the foot on the outside again. You've got to square you gotta square Zhang up, not square yourself up. I think that's what he he's trying to throw that right hand and step to the right to throw it. But what he did there by stepping to the right, he didn't step across and back to keep himself on the back foot but almost a little bit side on. He just stepped right across and squared himself up. Trying to get the, the angle to throw the right hand, but then just making himself a bigger tag at the hit.
2: I, about up, things, I, think, I think the point you make about things going wrong from the start and reverting to type is a really is a really good one though because that that is what happened. Mm. You know, you come out with a plan and things went wrong immediately. Yeah. And then it's a really long way back. I remember <clears throat> after three or four rounds just saying it's not that Joyce can't get back into this and win this fight, but if he's gonna do this he would be doing doing it the hardest of hard ways because he's not all of a sudden halfway through gonna suddenly work out how to slip that left hand and it's gonna stop yeah. landing that just wasn't gonna happen no. um but yeah it's when things go wrong immediately
1: and especially when it's when it's when it's power based not just being on box yeah. which he was being on box, but the power beast when you get hurt. Not by if you just get caught with a great shot and you get up and all the other shots not really hurting you, then you can you can focus back. You can get your focus back relatively quick quickly. I think if you recover, but when all the other shots you feel the power and you get really rocked with it, with a lovely combination, then it's hard to recover because you do panic about you are thinking, oh, I can't get caught again. Even he's thinking, I can't get caught again, though. But but not having the physical attributes to keep yourself safe. Yeah, which he hasn't.
0: It's one of the things that we spoke about in the past as well, kind of reverting to type. And Joyce's kind of type is to come forward, throw punches, be kind of aggressive and attritional, as we've said. In the back of his mind, when he gets hurt in the second round, surely then, I mean, it was kind of going to come on to what next for Joe Joyce after that. And we kind of spoke about it with Sebastian Fandora. Like, once you kind of, once oh, Joyce... Oh, you're battered,
1: bat- Fendora. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sure he <laughs> he probably have, he'd have a height disadvantage against Sebastian <laughs> Fandora.
0: But... When kind of what you've always done or revert into type is kind of coming forward, putting the pressure on and you're in with a guy who can really punch, then like psychologically it's been very interesting to to know what was going through Joyce's mind at that time and how he's going to be next time he goes in there when he thinks, actually I can be hurt. I can be badly hurt by a guy.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's exactly rebounding from defeat is such a fascinating thing. He is a very grounded guy, like I said, and I think he it will have crossed his mind. mate. Maybe it's something he's even contemplated, thought about. Some fighters do. I'm probably going to lose at some point. How am I going to handle it when it happens? You don't want to think about it too much, but it's something I've talked to fighters about every now and again. Um, I had a chat with Denzel about it. Denzel Bentley, after he lost to Felix Cash, you know, how was it? And he said, well, it's, it's, it's something that can always happen. You don't want it to, but it can happen. I remember talking to Sonny Edwards about the same thing. You might think with him that he would be of the opinion that I'm never going to lose a fight ever and retire an undefeated legend. But he just said, "Yeah, you, yeah, I've thought about it and how I would handle it if it happens. And I know if it does happen, more likely when it happens, it won't derail me. It will be fine. That's and, how it
1: happens. Yeah, yeah.
2: And but exactly. But I like to feel. I like to think that Joyce would be of a similar nature. But at the same time, I mean, that was. He took a sustained beating. Yeah, on, it wasn't, on Saturday, it wasn't. It wasn't close. Nothing worked. No, no, nothing, no, no, nothing worked. No, 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 no. And it won't have been like he was thinking to himself. Like I said, at the start, when he felt that left hand, and he would have felt the eye, and he would have felt his knees dip a little bit in the second round, he wouldn't have been thinking, "Oh, well, this is fine. I can just keep walking through these." He would have thought, "Oh, Actually, I, I need to. Yeah. I need to. This needs to stop happening. This this left hand needs to stop landing." But he just couldn't he just couldn't make it happen and at the end I didn't hear the BT interviews I'm sure he said a similar thing to, to us as he said to BT but you could you could hear the frustration he, he he just said I just couldn't stay out of the way of that left hand and that was it
0: Barry how do you how do you feel or if you know, again we spoke about it with Fandora we spoke about it with a lot of fighters in the past kind of coming back from a loss and not just a loss as you've just mentioned there how he lost do you think that's going to Barely any impact on him moving forward being kind of the, the unrelenting juggernaut can't be hurt everyone has a plan yeah. until they hit me and nothing happens and then <laughs> he gets hurt and then you know okay it was an injury that caused a stoppage but I think I certainly feel like it was probably headed towards a stoppage anyway
1: yeah I am um, well I have lost one fight and I retired so I would <laughs> 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 congratulations Joe have a nice uh, retirement but uh, I would um, boxer and I've said this before I say it all the time boxers are the biggest liars because you like yourself because you what you have to do you know about about and dif- the, the thought of defeat the thought of getting beat is, the, is the, dif- losing is the worst feeling in the world and in that in, that, in a one-on-one sport especially when it's combat sports <gasps> boxing then it's um it's worse because hmm. you usually getting beat up when you lose or you know punching the face not nice so you know, that fear of losing sometimes is more powerful than the the thought of winning do you know what I mean? Like That spurs you on and, and makes you do things that you would never do because you don't want to get beat. Or you react is you lie to yourself. So you'll forget about, he'll forget, like I would think, if he wants to carry on, he'll forget about all the, that he was getting beat, that that he was hurt numerous times. And just remember, my chin held up it was the eye that stopped yeah, yeah, if one yeah, for yeah. the eye i would have worn him down in the end and he might have i didn't see it that way but he might have and you got and you and like as all boxers do we're a little bit you know a little bit delusional and you have to get that train of thought to go back with a positive attitude to training again but you still but an intelligent fighter surely even though no but all a little bit narcissistic i think still has to realize but there's, there's, there's a warning sign there that I can't die and hold up my chin forever because it's, you know, it's starting to crack or, or a bit, of you know, Jang's a massive guy, come on, there's, there's no yeah. anyone can be knocked out, you know what I mean? Like, you know that's kind
0: of what we were talking about in the build-up, yeah. the, build up, the so, fact yeah. that, yeah, okay, he's got a great chin, but With anybody speed. can be hurt, anybody yeah. can be, and I do feel like,
2: it. I do feel like he can achieve that balance that Barry's talking about though, given what he's like as a person, that yes, you, you can say to yourself, the chin did hold up, and he is a big puncher, and I got caught clean. But
1: yeah, that's I happens.
2: can't get hit that often by someone like him
0: because we've because seen
2: because the it. eye can swell up, or I could but, get really badly cut, mm. or he might catch me on the ear or slightly around the back of the head. And you spoke about that during the week about that being a potential danger. That you have to pay attention to the but in that in that sentence. There has to be one, otherwise if he goes in with him again and I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about whether he will or not the same thing will happen again if, if, if that second half of the sentence isn't there
0: Barry we, we saw the I mean the Parker fight was a great fight I mean Parker okay he didn't hurt Joyce but he landed his fair yeah. share Takam the same Christian Hammer we've kind of seen it for hours Throughout Joyce's professional career, of course, he boxed at a very high level for for a few years as an amateur well, for many years as an amateur as well. Could we be seeing the fact that you know an accumulation throughout his professional career? Could we? I know yeah. obviously Zhang's a big puncher anyway. There's
1: nothing to say that but even without they
0: wouldn't hurt him, but could we potentially be seeing that now for Joyce? I think
1: we could, but I think we also he's stepping up in levels now yeah. dramatically. He's had, he's had one of the hardest apprenticeships in boxing. Let's be honest, he really has from day dot. You no, know, and so you know I think it's and he had to because of his age and and time wasn't on his side, but. He's stepping up in levels now. Like Jang's a big lump with fast hands and a southpaw. Like, why would you fight him anyway? Like, to be honest, it makes no, no I love the fact that he did. But if you're his manager, manager, why would you go near him? It's because no one wants to fight They almost got to, they realize they they've had to force Joyce into in a position where people can't avoid him. But now, I don't know who he fights next because who wants to fight him? I mean, but well, did you see enough cracks in his armour to think I could that another fighter could walk through him? to Daniel Dubois think actually I could beat him this time? Maybe he did, but he doesn't do what Zhang does. Maybe he beat, maybe Dubois beat Zhang. I don't think so. But I mean, but he does. He's not a southpaw with fast hands, who, who 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 takes away your jab really well, which is what Zhang did. So I don't know. I I think you no. Know, with Joyce, have to worry for Joyce now because he has to win every fight. He has to force people to fight him because no one wants to fight him. Even though I, I think Tyson Fury beats him. I think Usyk still beats him. I always thought that. But they'd be more confident now. But still, they, they still I know it's a hard fight, whatever happens, because the way, stylistically, the way, the way he approaches his fights, the way he puts pressure on the, the size of the man, physically, everything about him. So you know, he's going to struggle to get a look in now. George just, Joyce.
2: Just well, people, he, I mean, he has, to, he has to take the rematch, I think. I, I, mean, I know people will look at it and just think, oh, that's a terrible idea. It but is a terrible ter- idea. But, but, but in terms uh, yeah, term of the that, landscape yeah. of heavyweight division, what else is he going to do? He can't manoeuvre himself into mandatory position via the IBF or the WBA at the minute. He goes to, into a queue there, if you like. He can regain that berth with the WBO if he can win a rematch. It's a massive if, but and, and he wouldn't miss his place in the rotation. So given his age and the time he's got available to him, I don't think it's a good idea to take that rematch in the same way that I didn't think it was a good idea for... Joshua to take the rematch against Usyk although we always knew he was going to and I understood that he was always going to I don't really see any other choice for him it's again it's that
0: that political and promotional kind of the the political side of things as opposed to the sporting side of things I don't think he should take the rematch and one of the reasons why I don't think he should take the rematch outside of kind of what we saw on Saturday night is the WBO mandatory is actually last in a rotation so if he were to beat let's say they did an immediate rematch in August or whatever the WBO mandatory is still not going to be due for a little while. So I don't see the need to jump straight back in with a guy on the back of such a damaging loss when you've got the WBA and the IBF still to come. Plus, I'm assuming at some point Usyk will either have a voluntary or he'll have an undisputed fight with Fury. So there's a potentially another way of pushing that back. I wonder if maybe Joyce wants to... Do you know what he said? Yeah, Fury is... dream, I, wonder dream, jo- yeah, I wonder if... Dreamland, yeah. I wonder if... If maybe Joyce fights an Otto Wallin or somebody like that to try and get used to a southpaw. Okay, it's not the same, not the same dimensions, not the same power, but it is a southpaw. You mentioned there about him not looking like he really knew what to do with a southpaw, but it is something that you can, I guess, kind of sharpen your tools against, probably without the mm. without the danger of a Zhang punch, you know, punching power-wise.
1: But I don't know. I think from... He's better off trying to fight Daniel Dubois again, but Dubois
0: it, it, is obviously in line for for yeah. Usyk, so it's he's take the
1: key spot. That's all. But like, I, either way, they got. They, I think his management team has put has pressure on his promotional team to push him. They, like I said this that the other week, I think you know why why he's behind in the queue of others. No, especially when his promotional team, I think he is probably by Warren. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know they are on the same platform. Whether they have an agreement or or, or fight by fight basis, I don't know. But I mean. Like they should be putting pressure on them to say, Why aren't we boxing Fury? <laughs> like, I, I, they're looking after Fury, but you're looking after me as well. They, they you know, I do mean, you think
2: Saturday might make it more likely that he would be given a voluntary by someone with belts because mm. they might look at it and just think, All right, you know, I, I'm I, not Zhile Zhang, but they might just think, Okay, well, all right, yeah, we can do that so now.
1: I just think they go, We don't need to know because he's moved down the list. That's, a, that's, that's another fight. Ooh, 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 they, I think they beat him. I always thought that but he's always a danger man because it, and always a hard fight for everyone. But now they go. That's a hard fight we can just avoid now without, yeah, looking, like, without looking like looking we're avoiding it. But that's you know? another reason yeah. why
2: I feel like yeah, and I understand what you're saying too. But I feel like he's in this position where he's just going to have to take that rematch.
0: What do you think, Barry? I,
1: yeah, I, th- well, I think I think if he wants, I, I think he has, to, I think he has to take that risk if he wants to if he wants to keep pushing for his place to get a world title shot. But I don't. But I do. I still think. and we have got to take his age into factor here. I still think there are other routes for him to get a world title shot. I'd stay. I'd stay away from Zhang. That after that, after what I saw Saturday, though, I thought he was going to win the fight. As did everyone. But um, I was swayed a little bit by this fella here, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we
0: we all recognise the danger of Zhang early in the oh, fight. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, I just but we didn't. Yeah, think We yeah, saw yeah, it we and did, the amount yeah, of danger. Even
1: yeah. um, I mean, no, but it won just it wasn't just a. a he was, clever, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was clever, yeah. He was clever enough for a big guy. None of them are like are brilliant, like technically that brilliant. But I mean, for a big guy, he was clever enough <clears throat> to negate any of the pressure of of or to or to, to reduce the pressure of of, uh, of Joyce. Right, what are you getting, mate? You're right? get Drink of water. Drink of water all right, like. you carry on. Well, sure. So I don't think so carry on.
2: Just, I mean, one one thing that you know, an argument against taking, there's plenty of arguments against taking that rematch, but an argument against my argument for taking it would just be the sheer unpredictability of boxing. Because let's say that Fury and Usyk did fight towards the end of the year. After that, the belts may well splinter. Yeah, Because even definitely. if there's a rematch clause, the rematch would, as long as there's a winner in the first fight, the rematch would be one bloke with four belts against another bloke with none. There'd be no obligation for the sanctioning bodies to Keep all their belts in it. Yeah, they've already. They they've already said. Yeah, that they've happen. done it you once. You sort of so think the rematch
1: wouldn't be for all four yeah. belts. Yeah, you sort of think he's he literally got to roll a dice now to that situation.
2: And it's Joyce, what, what, Joyce. Well, you could. You yeah. could kind of rather than take the rematch with Zhang, you could just. Kind no, of, no, I
1: mean yes, no, I mean taking the rematch with with Zhang is the case of. Otherwise, at your age. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's where you're that, going, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying,
2: yeah. One of
0: the things that we haven't considered here is that Zhang is now Queensbury Promotions fighter. He is. So, from yeah. Queensbury Promotions' point of view, do you want to put them in against each other? And, okay, you, okay, Zhang wins the fight, and then Joyce is kind of really at the top. No, that's going to be really difficult for him to find.
1: Did 40 million people watch it in China? Was that right? 14. 14. Yeah. Was that it right? was
0: at 5 o'clock <sighs> in the morning, yeah. um, which is, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going yeah, to come that. are all up training, We're going to come on to that with. Um, with with Zhang next, but yeah, from from Joyce's point of view, I mean, Dillian White was there at the weekend. Okay, he doesn't now have the WBO interim title for Dillian White. But that's still a big domestic fight.
2: That's an easy sell. Yeah. Okay,
0: make, not one that I would particularly want to see. But Derek Chisora there. I mean, he knows calling <laughs> out Gilang Zhang, but that's been a fight that's been discussed over the years. Joyce versus Chisora. I'm sure if there was money there, they'd do that. But from Queensbury's point of view, I mean, they've got you know, they walked in with the interim champ. They walked out with the interim. Queensbury, champ, like
2: you, you look, you look at it, you look at the with the heavyweights the last few years, Joyce beat Dubois, and Dubois was their guy, and they mm-hmm. get Dubois a world title shot mm-hmm. before Joyce. Um, <laughs> Joyce, then then Joyce loses to <laughs> gilet Zhang, and they've got Zhang too. You know, it's great work. Remember
1: a few years ago when Warren was finished? Oh, He's yeah. finished Warren, exactly. and you want to see Warren, you see Frank Warren again? Yeah. I remember at the time thinking, well, we'll see. Oh, yeah, we'll We will see, see. I mean, we will see, see. yeah. yeah and he's and made it, of asbestos, isn't he? Like, you can't get, like just you no... Know, I remember everybody. one
0: time, I, I interviewed Frank, and this is like three years ago or so, and um, I said to him, and so I was kind of a flip-off-the-cuff comment and I should have known better because you know what Frank's like. And I said, um, so you know, people have said, Frank, you know, you've had more comebacks than Sinatra. And he said, Comebacks? He's like, I've always been here. What do you mean? And I was like, yeah, good point, Frank. But it's true. It's, it's, yeah, like they, they've, said, they've, absolutely. They've, they've got Furies. they're widely considered by, by you know, he, as the number one heavyweight in the world. You've got Dewar, who's going to fight the other heavyweight. And then they've got Joyce, they got Zhang. Well,
1: he focused on heavyweight. Like, you know, he had, he had, the, uh, he had a good little stable, but he realised, got to focus. And he took a gamble with Tyson Fury. It was a massive gamble. But Warren loves it. When it comes to fighters, Warren loves a gamble. He took a gamble on Joe Karzaghi. Yeah. Because Joe was good as he was, couldn't sell any tickets, and and TV won the fan of his and he had to force him, Sky, and like listen, this kid's going to be it. He's going to be the one. He believed it, like, and but he took a gamble, and it pays off. And he, and sometimes he loses, but more often than not, he wins. But like he took he took a gamble on Fury. <laughs> Best one of the best moves he ever made because he just went even Nas at gamble on Naz mm. like back in those days. I know he won the first one driving. Barry Hearn had him first, but I mean, you know, to to push him into onto ITV. He
0: said to ITV, did you could have him for free for the first one because because you'll pay for the second one." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> But um, brilliant.
1: Stuff. Yeah, but you know, but just you know, the size of him and everything, you know what I mean? Just and, and like you know, just everything about him was you know he wasn't selling thing. Mm. they didn't, You wouldn't you know, traditionally because all that flamboyant stuff wasn't really a deal to back then, but with this but now with fury he gambled on fury massive but what he's realized and what we all realised, but he he got there first just built the heavyweight camp first and everything else will just follow the place because because this is BT have stayed with him because they got you no know, heavyweight, this is where all the pay-per-view is you know, sky with sky with Anthony joshua you know, yeah is, without Anthony joshua sky might not even stayed in boxing yeah who knows? To exactly. be honest you know that pay-per-view res, revenue stream is boxing can only do that no other sport does it and if you discount wrestling because it's not really a sport, it's an entertainment, totally entertainment business. But I mean, boxing is the only one that brings in extra revenue. And except it, for it attracts,
2: it attracts, it attracts other suitors because I mean, we all know the story that uh, Eddie took the disowned execs to AJ Klitschko and said, "This is what I can do," oh. and they were like, "Okay, brilliant." <laughs> I know, I know that Frank, you know, the the Discovery guys were at um, Fury, Dillian White. It would have been and. They're looking at it and just thinking, "I'll we'll have some of this." Yeah, yeah, we'll have some of this, and that—that's what it's about, you know. That's boxing. Like Barry says, boxing is amazing for that. You know, you you look at something and just think, "Oh, okay." If we can do a couple of these a year, and, and and you can do a couple a year if you've got Tyson Fury or or Anthony Joshua, um you could with joshua he's Maybe not the same now, but. Fury is yeah for sure. It's as simple as that.
0: We've um we've done what we always swore not to do and spoke mainly about Joe Joyce. So let's move on and talk about uh, Big Bang Jile Zhang, um, the new money fighter in the heavyweight division. Andy, uh, let's let's assume or let's suggest that the the Joyce rematch doesn't happen next for whatever reason. Um, who would you like to see Big Bang Zhang in with next?
2: I mean these these are quite it's quite tricky, isn't it? Because he will have to wait. Um, other things could happen with the belts, as we discussed, but he will have to wait. I mean, what I'd love to see happen is him just go back and have a fight in China. Yeah,
0: the has got to be, hasn't it? His yeah. next fight has got to be back in and China.
2: And it's going to have to be one that he's definitely going to win. Um, but at the same time, when you look at the list of candidates outside of that top five, which you would have to now put him in probably yeah. top yeah, five or course. six, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. because yeah. he's dislodged five. Joyce So most people would have had Joyce yeah. at, at number five what are the enticing fights really outside you, of that the oh, cool. it's never going to happen though is it so the Hergovic being IBF IB, so mandatory that's not going to happen is
0: interesting because Hergovic has come out and he's slagged the, uh, Frank Warren's of this and he'll fight and he'll go over to Beijing and do that so obviously Hergovic is the IBF mandatory which he got by beating Jile mm. Zhang in a very close fight and why controversial. would he risk that
2: fighting Zhang
0: so here's my thought on it my hot take on the situation so when Stephen Fulton had two mandatories Danny Roman became the mandatory challenger for the WBC and the WBO.
1: Zhang beats all that, (laughs) meet.
0: Now, what about Philip Hergovic versus Zhilei Zhang in a rematch and the winner becomes the IBF and WBO mandatory takes a mandatory out of the rotation. It's a great fight, it's a natural fight. It makes sense, it makes That'd money be good
2: for the division.
0: And it's and it takes a mandatory out of the and uh, now the, the the heads of the sanctioned bodies meet together, they do these things, they try and kind of for the betterment of the sport, or whatever you want to call it.
2: It has happened. Yeah.
0: That that to me, it almost makes too much sense
1: to do something like that. Yeah, I, I,
2: I guess that's why wanted. I didn't really think of it. Do, it didn't really do do pop it have to have my a head joint
1: mandatory and you rule could, that you, out and give them a new belt for it as well. The same WBOIBF. Same <laughs> w- yeah. The w- but, w- I mean, WBF. would be brilliant.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that would be the ideal scenario. I struggle to see it. It's not impossible. I, I struggle because to see it. Because neither of
0: them are next. Like the w- you could have Usyk fight Dubois, do the WBA mandatory, whatever happens with that. And then the the IBF is called next, which will be the winner of Hergovich Zhang Tu, in the Bird's Nest. Thirty million people watching in China. Both get paid a load of money. They both, you know, Hergovich is really keen to. I mean, he won the fight, but we've seen in the past he wants to kind of rubber stamp him, He wants to knock him out. We'll go to China and knock him out in six rounds. It yeah. kind of makes it makes a lot of sense to do that. And I thought the first fight was 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 a very good fight
2: with yeah, it was it was with a, a, it was a terrific fight yeah. to with watch.
0: A, with a controversial ending. So. To me, that would make a lot of sense. Barry, what about you? What fight do you want to see next for, for Big Bang?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you lost me. Like I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. It's, where does he go? I just That's the thing. What, what, I, what I'd like to see and what, what we're going to see is two different things. I think the Hergovich fight, forget about the if, if, you know, all promotional stuff, I think that would be the, the ideal fight for him in, in China to get his revenge, that what you'd feel. But I don't know what's available there's no one there's no one available is there because no one's gonna no, like you said no one's gonna take the opportunity to fight him now who's got a, who's got a, a decent standing so Daniel Dubois is in the same personal camp you think what a great fight that would be home or away but he's not gonna fight him because he's in line for for a shot at the something. ones you
0: can rule out Dubois because he's gonna box who So you but, can rule well, those two out
1: all, all the interesting ones then really
0: fury's available is he yeah they, they uh, George Warren said after the fight that you could you could do um, if not the rematch then you could do. Oh, Fury Oh, did he? On or, the
1: promoter said that. Okay, but <laughs> he
0: promotes. You know, Fury is available. He doesn't have a mandatory. Yeah. Usyk has mandatorys coming out of his ears. I wouldn't have necessarily thought we see Joshua versus Zhang. Can you? Uh, by the way, people were suggesting Gile Zhang as a as a comeback opponent for Anthony Joshua not not too long <laughs> ago. Um, can see why that didn't happen this past <laughs> weekend. Big, horrible, aggressive Southpaw banger. Fury, Fury, Zhang, do anything for you, Barry?
1: Yeah, be a good. I don't think it'd be a good fight, actually. I think Fury'd have to box differently. I mean, revert back to the old Fury a little bit more. I think, but I think Fury still beats him. Fury Ruiz, not not comfortable. That's the the other one that's been talked about. Fury,
0: yeah, Fury Ruiz, but now Fury Zhang's in there, and I think the Ruiz fight probably stylistically for Fury is is an easier fight. I think with
1: Fury, you won't if he
0: goes to Beijing he won't the birds there's 50 million dollars to go and fight him in feel, Beijing no I
1: fear he won't go to Beijing no, no I don't no see chance, that no chance no chance he wasn't going to go to Saudi was he so I don't. he's not going to go to Beijing because I, I guess and maybe he's right he thinks he, he doesn't need to know. you've got to come to me that's what he thinks and understandably he thinks that but he thinks I'm the, I'm the number one so like you come to me I don't come at all he, he said that to Usyk Who's got three of the belts, and that means he's any, he's not ahead of you just because he got more belts. But still, you know, the closest he got to his equal on paper is is Alexander Luzik and he still said, "You got to come where I go." You you got.
0: I think if the money was if the fight could have been made in Saudi, I think they would have done it there. But
1: well, it it was, but want, it Saudi. could have been me, couldn't they? I don't I don't know the ins and outs of it, be it but I think there was lots of money on, on on the table, so it seemed, and and everything looked like it was okay. But they don't want to, like you know. They, you just keep people just moving the goalposts to, to their advantage. I understand that. I don't care about that. But I don't. We all talk about the business side. I don't give a shit about that. I mean, he won't. Want, he won't fight Zhang. Uh, he won't go to China and fight Zhang. He won't be scared of Zhang because he. i on his day beats everyone. I think. But I think Fury's in a, in a in a in a position now in his life where he's just thinking, I, I don't need to take a risk anymore. I'll fight whoever at the end of the day. But ultimately, like I just want the biggest fight for the biggest money. And I want the easiest fights for the biggest money. I think he would rather take two easy fights for 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 twenty five million each, <sighs> than take one really hard fight for sixty. I think, I do. I'd rather fight. I don't know. I can't even think of someone so easy. he would rather fight Daniel Dubois, which is an easy fight for him on paper, and Ungarnu, right, which is talked about. ...than fight Alexander Usyk and his legacy, I think. I don't blame him for that, because there's, there's no, there's too easy fights for, for money that he, that he you know sets his generations of his family up forever. So you can understand it. But for the boxing's reputation and all the rest of us, we should care about as boxing fans. <coughs> they should be forced to fight each other. Or, or what's the point in having a world champion belt? What's the point of the belt? If they can't force you, if there's no honour in defending your belt... ...or no honour defending your, your title or status as the best on the planet... And money and it's a business and all that but we as fans we shouldn't give a shit about the business that should be irrelevant it's not irrelevant but it should be first irrelevant and we all like defending people for what decisions they make because on the business that never happened before because we weren't privy to negotiations of fights that might happen maybe in the future and all that crap we shouldn't care about that people should be villainized for not fighting each other forced i'm not saying my generation was any better than this one because it was it started in my generation more than anything that's when it really blew up people avoiding people because there's more chance, opportunity to do so but i think you know, to be an all-time great or that's where you want to be i don't know whether he gets that but i mean to be an all-time great you've got to fight the best people on your weight uh, and you have to and if you don't and you take the money well good for you i don't blame you for that but don't go crying when people don't regard you in the same breath as lennox lewis and others like that and I'm you I feel like I'm digging Fury out here, and I'm not because he's been fantastic, and he is the best fighter in the heavy division.
2: I think, so. but he absolutely has to fight Usyk. If I think he, he wants has to go he down has to. in history. It
1: was has it to. was Joshua for a while, and I, I might been Joshua's fault. I don't know whose fault that was, but I mean, they have to they have to fight each other to cement their legacies. I think as as being I hate the word legacy, but it's true as great fighters. And I just don't see if he doesn't fight him how he does that the wild fight are tremendous and and I'm a massive fan of Fury like his ability in the ring he's the most adaptable heavyweight we've seen for so many years but he won't go in the same breath as all those other greats no no, you're
2: you're right about the the, the because he'll be
1: the best in his era with a huge question mark
2: yeah you're right about the conversation about the business side of it and the reason we discuss it is because we know more now than we've known in previous years about what's going on behind the scenes and we'll get explanations from promoters about why this makes more business sense and Fury can say well you know if you were me would you take a kind of wage cut to take this fight just because everybody wanted you to but the flip side to that is I understand all of that but if you don't do it this is the price that you will pay which is that people won't talk about you in the way that you want to be talked about it's, it, the logic yeah. and money and all the rest of it that doesn't influence that take or that no, opinion. not for the it just Doesn't,
1: but also you've got to understand the boxer's point of view. And I, yeah, of the, course. The, I think the problem we got with the sport is, and I, like, I want boxers to win loads of money. And you want every boxer to win millions if they can, but they're not. Most boxers are earning peanuts, and the big guys are earning stupid amounts of money. But like, I think boxers, big name boxers, are getting paid too much for fights that are not worth it. So then, when you get a fight that's worth it, they want more than what it's worth. It makes you know what I mean, like yeah. like I said, I go back to all the time. Spence and Crawford's the prime examples. For, I said this the other week, Crawford got so much money for boxing Avenesi, and uh, he's gonna want too much for boxing Spence, and I'm like that fight might never happen. And I'll Crawford for it, and it might not be that might not be the issue, but either way, that that's gonna be a stumbling block for sure. Because then Spence gonna I want so I want the same one he got, and then all of a sudden then you got two fighters who want thirty million dollars or whatever between them, and the fight won't generate that. Yeah, Maybe It, it does, just, just, I mean? it just
2: kinda of feels like at the minute and, and I'm um, sorry,
1: I'm sorry, I've got to say this. Like with heavyweights, they're already rich. They're already mega rich. Like, and it's, I don't know how money's I never had money, so I don't know how much money's how much you, how much is too much. that I think too much doesn't exist when it comes to money, but I mean the with we're trying to empathize with people who, who are multi millionaires already. Like we just you knew that bad that pads then, you're gonna get millions whoever you fight. So we'll just fight the best and we'll love you for it forever.
2: Yeah, the, the market's kind of, I was having this conversation with um, Matt Macklin the other day and and, and Al Siesta. Here we, and go. Takes we were talking, in, a, so it was indeed, uh, <laughs> coming, out, coming out this week. Uh, but we were talking about <laughs> the distortion of the market and how people talk about newcomers distort the market, but it feels at the minute like the market is constantly distorted, so therefore is that not just the market? Yeah. Because yeah. PBC came in and Distorted the market. World Boxing Super Series, amazing though it was, came in money-wise. Distorted the market. DeZone in the USA to a lesser degree because they didn't get to sign who they really wanted to sign. Did the same thing, and now Saudi Skills Challenge coming in and distorting the market. And, and and it's happened in the past as well. You know, I was reading, I'm reading Russell Peltz's book at the minute, and they were referencing Muhammad Ali, professional sports, and Harold Smith in the early eighties when he embezzled millions from the Wells Fargo Bank, and he came in and distorted the market. But if someone arrives every two years who's going to do it,
0: that's then just the market. It's just a volatile market, and it always always has been. Right, we're going to have to move on, because we've got a few things to catch up on. Um, Before we talk about Joe Cordina, um, everyone's favourite Welsh super featherweight, um, let's uh, talk about uh, this past weekend current current well, yeah I've got oh, yeah, current no that's sorry. okay
1: cause you've only yeah. been on the board for the last two years anyway <laughs> haven't you, um, you
0: know let's, uh, let's talk of, about Moses and Talma this what? past weekend um, quickly before we uh, before we move on went the distance with uh, Um Andy what did you make of his performance
2: yeah I thought he was good I liked it I, I, I liked Dobbyshenko as an opponent I've seen him a, a bit not loads and, and you look at the resume the most um Relevant fight was his last one. Jose Larduet, eight rounds he did with him. Former Cuban number one at Super Heavy. Saw him at WSB a bit. Andy Ruiz type fighter build-wise, but also in the way he goes about it. So I thought if you could do eight with him, then I thought he probably could take Moses a distance. Although I did fancy him to get the stoppage when I was watching the second round because mm. he really shut him mm. down. He he landed body shots and Dobashenko just stopped throwing. And it started to look a little bit like like the kind of beat down that that, that Tamil would put on people when it got out of the first round in, in, in the amateurs where because you're that accurate, your opponent just gradually stops throwing and gives up. But Dov is an experienced guy and, and, and was hurt, but just took that round um, where he did throw a single thing and then managed to get through the rest of it. But I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was a good match for him. Good variety, good everything really. Topishanka wasn't really capable of hitting him, but that's not his fault. Um 6 rounds after two 30 second blowouts was was was, was just what the doctor ordered, I think really.
0: Barry, good for for Atalma's development I thought. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, you know, it, it looked like it was going to be an early finish to be honest, but then you know you come up. come what's good for him is that it shows him that never falls over and everyone gets flustered. I think you know sometimes you, you know when you it, like as Andy was saying when you th- when you throw with with power and accuracy and you know good variation some fighters just get flustered and look for almost oh, half looking for a way out and and didn't you know strong durable wants wants to finish the fight because he wants to box next week probably but you know, but either way you know you know so to, to to survive and he, and he gets used to the weight of the shot quite 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 well what's good for uh, he's, a, he's a real talent he's a real talent he's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant but let's hope they just shut up with that Mike Tyson stuff now let's hope they just teach him like a, treat him like a like a potential world class prospect say all that No, this kid could go all the way say all that but all this pressure about like trying to beat that record which he might very well do but let's there's, there's worry about that when he's when he's like six months from that record and and see where he is then you no, know, you know, maybe try and build him towards that if that's what if that's the plan if that's the plan I don't think that is the plan but you're building him up there and, and, and like, people are expecting something better you know what i mean that was a good performance you get criticized for that he did stop that kid. Yeah, he he's not going to be the next Mike Tyson. Already saw it.
0: Like people, he's h- hype job and he's the latest. This and the latest yeah. One of the things that I was it's most to when he yeah. came into kind of rounds five and six and stuff like that, I feel like he, he showed some, some maturity in there and felt like, okay, these guys probably not going to go as long as are going <laughs> to box. And he stayed he, on the exactly. outside and he was.
1: He showed variety in yeah, his game. He's yeah, brilliant, yeah. Which yeah.
0: is kind of what you want to see when you hit somebody and they don't go anywhere rather than you just kind of, okay, well, I'll hit him again and keep doing. Like they, He showed a lot of variety to yeah. Yeah. Where we He had.
2: wasn't disappointed by not getting the stoppage
1: And style stylistically he's not the same as a Mike Tyson so you know some fighters like but Tyson might have got him out of there because like the way he fought was just all aggression he got to pull for he will push, push right through you the time I know he's a bigger lump but he's athletic and you know, beautiful in his work listen for the size and the and the and the and the, and the, and the upper body movement that kid has if he you know, if he was going in the way he's going and keeps learning he's gonna be hard to beat He's going to be really. He's going to cause people problems. He's going to cause real stiff, big heavyweights who are just powerful and with a good with good technique and good structure. You no, know, all you know. What you need is a heavyweight. He's going to just crucify him. Can I say that? Yeah. But he, he is. He's going to. He'll, he'll, they they want to wear the years half the time. But the way he fights as well, he's going to get tagged, and we haven't seen that. All those things, where, you know you can't box with your hands down, you no know, close to the target. So you just bring him up, but but I mean, still to keep that movement, you've got to have your hands quite low. He is going to get tagged when he gets up, when he gets up a level. But he's a kid. I think not the same because Hugh Fury does not doesn't look like he's not the same talent. But Hugh Fury turned pro too young, and and you no, know, had some good fights, and he boxed that Andre Rodenko. I think he took his unbeaten record over in Monte Carlo. I think it was, but no, then was he's ready to go. He was too young. He hadn't matured. And look at him now, you know, he's still a good fighter now, but you know, people have written him off completely. But he's still young enough to, to get there, he's still ma- he's still maturing. This kid's got so much maturing to, to do at that division. You don't hit your pizza in your 30s, early 30s. That's the average for them. And this in this day and age, maybe that's mid-late 30s now. But you know, like, th- to get him there now, Jim yeah, Brock's too young, I think. Like you know, he, just, he could have been probably the Olympic gold medal, maybe.
2: I think the uncertainty over Olympic yeah. boxing didn't, didn't really help in that regard. Oh, he's got a yeah, Sori ahead of him in the queue. and But no, I agree. When, when fighters turn over it? without any senior amateur experience, well, we I'm, I'm not a fan. It. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a fan it of it more. because at some point, the, uh, we all know about the sparring and that's great, but the reality is that the first time he does get hit clean in that professional ring, it will be the first time he's ever been hit clean by a man with, with, with no head guard and a 10-ounce glove. Yeah. And we don't know what will happen.
0: Yeah, and that's still to be seen. I mean, obviously look, they've got him out very, very quickly. I mean, the, he was saying about a hand injury in the, in the second round or the third round. They were saying afterwards. So, hopefully, that's not too, too too bad, and he gets back in the ring nice and quick, so he can continue. Yeah, the plan of- for
2: this year was they've they've had the two fours, then two sixes, then two eights, and then maybe move on to a ten by the end of the year. Francis Warren at the at the press conference, it did play down the whole Tyson thing.
1: You know, it oh, was good, just good. listen.
2: You know, this is the plan. This is what we want to do with him. We need to get in fighting regularly. Let's all just relax a bit.
0: Mm. And I feel like, I mean, Dov Byshenko was obviously very tough, very durable and, and
1: compact. That's my, my skin then, isn't That's it? That's right, <laughs> but,
0: um, but once he goes in there with guys with a little bit more ambition, I suppose, to win and actually yeah. throw in shots, I think you'll see the best of him or certainly better of him than what we saw. But I was very impressed. I thought, yeah, he, I thought bit, he did very yeah,
2: well. Yeah, I thought he was really good. But, but you're right, is. you know, you'll get... It won't be that difficult to find someone who fancies the job and looks at him and just thinks, you know, just thinks, I've been doing this a long time. You're a child and I'm gonna show you what this is about. Sokolovsky next. Yeah, he, he's the name that springs to everybody's lips and, and with good reason because we, we know we know what he can you know, we know what he can do. So I don't think it will be too long before they before they put him in with, with someone like that, yeah. yeah.
0: I look forward to seeing it. Right, okay, let's move on and talk about this weekend the return of Joe Corden as he seeks to become a two time. IBF super featherweight champion Barry going to come to you first. Yeah, uh, countryman, your former weight class, That's right. um, same city, same city.
1: That's
0: right. So we're going to come to you first. John, John Moore. No, 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 no. I was just, I was just seeing if there was, a, if was
1: Twenty-five. <laughs> you, yeah, I was the, he was the. I was the last world champion for my city until Joe. So something else is taken away from me. <laughs> Similar People good are just looks. so selfish, in there, Yeah. Similar good looks. Similar you know. good looks. Well, yep. well, back then, like you don't. I was not a bad looking. Wow. Well,
2: That's what I'm saying. Be, no. Then, oh, oh, the, actually, no, not, back there,
1: not back then. Not back because when I was when I was Joe's age, I'd been retired six years. He's like thirty-one, isn't he?
0: Barry, going to come to you first. Hairier <laughs> um, chest.
1: Hairier. Oh man! Like, I'm like yeah, a, very much so. Like, um, like, um, you watched enough of Barry. I like a 70s a when I got in the ring.
0: I felt that. Like Shaved Rakimov against uh, Joe Cordina showed some some frailties and vulnerabilities that I think Joe Cordina and Tony Sims I think will be against, will be confident um, against, against Zeljko yeah. last time out. Um, How do you see this weekend playing out? Yeah,
1: I, I do. I think that I thought it was a really hard fight for Joe, and it's still physically a tough fight. But I think that fight, no, get the Zeljko I was ringside, luckily, for that, and I just and I Joe so it was Joe, and Joe was sat behind me after, and I turned to him and I went. You got this one. Yeah. I think this is made Agreed. for you, and the reason being that he struggled with the movement, to Rakhamov really badly. <coughs> but um Joe's a smoother mover, so he won't he won't tire as quickly as as a selfie barrett will. The bit was boxing well. He got caught on the temple, I think, and it just, just he lost just lost his balance totally. Rakimov, but as I've seen Rakhamov look better than that. You've got to give Barrett his credit and say, no, you couldn't cut with him. But I've seen him cut off the ring better than he did against Barrett, and mm-hmm. he'll have to be that with C- Cordina. Um, my only worry for Cordina is he's never been in a war of attrition, because he hasn't had to. And goal was meant to be have test for him, and it turned out not to be because he knocked him out with a great shot. So he still hasn't, even though he's been a world champion, he still, still haven't ticked that box yet, how he reacts when he's getting things not working he's getting caught hard and that might happen in this fight possibly and my big my other biggest worry and the biggest one is joe thinks he's a puncher now and he can punch he's shown that he, that was a punch of all punches last last june but if he goes in with that mindset i'm worried that he gets tagged against a guy who once he hits you will jump all over you and jump all over you with smarts as well rakamov doesn't really fight he, doesn't really fight in straight lines unless you look at the Zelfa Barrett fight, which he did just mm. solely fight in straight... But I think he thought he'd walk through Zelfa Barrett, I think. I think he boxed Zelfa Barrett with a little bit of disrespect. I think, he, yeah, I agree. He yeah. took him lightly, I think, And, and, and paid the price for that because Barrett was was hurt like, a few times in that fight by the yeah. Who can also a, lib- a bit as well? He, yeah. So? Well, he dropped him with a lovely shot with that uppercut, Barrett.
2: I mean, he did, I mean, he really yeah, turned hold. that around because he I mean, he lost the first four rounds, didn't he? And he was put yeah, down. Yeah,
1: he was definitely um, down. But that down. uppercut, that bad hit me. It was an uppercut, wasn't it? It was an uppercut the straight, hurt him with straight right, right hand. right hand, yeah. Right hand. yeah. But he, you know, he went down, he got up, and he said, i I'm, was, I'm right, I'm okay. But it was a great shot. And then he got it a few times. So I think Joe lined them him up for that right hand again. I'm pretty sure of that. But he, the focus has to be about just constantly turning off. Just constantly making him turn all the time, make it, making him have to chase you, and then pepper him with shots, keep turning, pepper him, hold your feet, heavy shot, turn again. The movement's got to be like a Rodriguez does, or does, no, at, at his best, fast feet, but hold them enough, just enough along to get purchased on the shots, and then straight back on the toes again to move. Don't let Rackham off fire off your work keep turning him so he can't set himself keep turning him so he can't get any momentum in his punches so he can't rattle off combinations you got to keep looking for you all the time that's the key to beat him i think for joe and if you can get the stoppage later on, don't don't go very early just look to the, just build up a big lead make, make rakamov panic and make i always say panic don't I? but make rakamov chase the fight and when he chases the fight he'll make more mistakes you'll square it, you square that when he got it with that uppercut against against barrett he squared his feet I think and Joe will make him do that if he, if he can build up that lead. Well, I think it's a winnable fight for Joe, I do, and, and he, this, the kid deserves it. He had his title taken off him for no reason at all. There was a genuine reason why he took the title off him, and it was. And But the rules of, of, of the IBF and the rules of boxing, it was, it was the right decision. But it was the wrong decision because they don't uphold the same standards to other fighters. Mm. And I think so, you know, everyone playing by the same rule book, Joe keeps his title. Look at the titles, like, they've been held ransom for years. You know what I mean and, and like but then his they couldn't keep it for another like three months and I empathize I, I, I empathize with Joe because I had my title taken off I never lost my title in the ring you know <clears throat> and when I got a chance to regain my title I got beat up the difference is for me and Joe is that Joe's not boxing Acelino Freitas and I'm not and I'm not Joe Cordina so he's not boxing a better fight than I box and Joe's a much better boxer than I am that's the truth <coughs> again the second we're going to trot I get really emotional <laughs> <coughs> but I, yeah I think Joe puts on a great performance I think the, the home crowd as he showed in the last when how controlled he was he focused and I think it'll be a really good atmosphere and yeah it's a hard fight on paper but I think he'll he'll win I should go against him really because my predictions have been awful <laughs> I think Rackamall stops him in two rounds go on Joe Andy your thoughts on this weekend for Joe Cordina
2: I, I do fancy Cordina Quite, quite heavily to do it. When he turned professional, I wasn't that sure about him. The, the skill was there, definitely. European Championship gold medal was a, a tremendous achievement. I just wondered whether he would really enjoy professional boxing that much. It looked to me that he liked the setup in Sheffield, that he was comfortable with it. Um, that amateur boxing, international amateur boxing suited him well, would he want it enough, basically? But he kind of gave us an answer as soon as he turned pro, because he went to train with Tony Sims, took himself away from home, young family, made the commitment to do that. That's not an easy thing. Um, it's something you have to do, but it's not an easy thing. He could have stayed around home and, and, and trained with Gary Lockett, for example. There's good trainers down in South Wales it was a little bit stop-start at times and although he hasn't been in a war like Barry says, I get the feeling that the minerals are there if that's what it takes um, and I don't think he'll get carried away by that by that spectac- spectacular knockout against Gower. I think he's too clever for that. You look at the way that he goes about things and and the skill set he's got, I think he's too clever for that and, and all of that for me does point towards him getting it done and Mindset-wise, he seems to be in a pretty good place. We've not, we've not heard a lot from him, admittedly, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of lingering resentment or irritation at the fact that he's got to do this again. It, it almost feels like it's gone the other way and he's looking forward to getting to do it again
1: oh, let me you, got in a front chip...
2: of his Cardiff fans. Yeah, yeah he'll have a
1: chip he, on his shoulder. He's right. got... you he know he have. got... got a chip on his shoulder, and I think that's not a bad thing. I think Joe's a tough kid. When you get pretty boxers like Joe, he's a good-looking kid, and... Josh Kelly's for example, good-looking kid.
2: Garcia, Ryan Garcia, as well. They're always required to prove themselves. Yeah, more, like, like
1: Oscar De La Hoya, good-looking yeah. kid. You know, you know, yeah, put it on him straight away. You always question. Well, I had the same thing when I when I was Like, you know, handsome <laughs> boy, and <laughs> but you know, and, you, and they haven't got the um, uh, Joe's tough because you know uh, f- he comes from a tough background, and I know, so I, I know which I know very well, and I know, but because he, my worry is that he want to prove he's tough, like and, and and we don't know, and being tough outside i mean if i'm a tough environment to be able to stick up for yourself and all that stuff is great and it helps but it doesn't always transfer to the ring because it's a different environment i've seen you know, i've said this a lot of times before i've seen really had men in the streets that i'm going to try boxing and they've sparred for the first time and they literally look they, they can't they're doing everything, but look for a way out because it's different rules because they rule because there are rules and, and that sort of thing but joe he, he, no, i think he'll, he you can tough it out if he has to i'm pretty sure that that'll be the case but he doesn't need to prove that i hope he doesn't think he has to prove that and i, I thought, think
2: he's too clever for that he had a fight on the but then we got he, got, but a he got a chip
1: on his shoulder now for the first time that's that's i'm worried about that because i think he can box his standard rakamov on his head if, if he boxes the right fight but that chip on his shoulder which is great and he'll, you'll need that in a tough fight that he thinks It's must my belt and that's a great mindset you want you sort of want that with the fighter but that's my belt he's blaming rakamov for taking it it's not that kid's fault and he go, I'm gonna go and i grab it off you. Which maybe is the right. It's a lovely app, and people think oh, that's a great thing to see. But when you're a box like Joe, you want your, you want your, you want a clarity when you Cold. get in that ring. Hmm. Yeah, you want to get all clarity. So you, so you see everything when you get, you got for You see everything, and you don't let any emotional um, triggers distract from what you see. You need to be clear and. Crystal. I think,
2: yeah, I, I think he, I think he will be. Like I mean, you yeah, know me better too. than me, but I, but no, I, I do, I, I do I, think I feel like he's. With the boxing brain that he's got and the single-mindedness that he's got, I think he's... I think that... That drive and determination to get that belt back, I think that will distill into that kind of clarity whereby I've just... I've got to win. I have to win. I've done this once. I've got to do it again because this is where the money comes now when you defend the title. Maybe you try and unify. It's just... He's got to win. Um, And I think he'll... I don't think there'll be anything there that will distract him from just that one... Most important aim. It's always the most important thing.
0: Yeah, and it's as Barry said as well, I think that if he is that kind of cold, sort of removed from emotion and just boxes to his, I think the the chances, the opportunities to get the stoppage will come. We've seen Rakimov; he was hurt chasing the fight or trying to cut the ring down, not very well against Elfer Barrett. I feel like he could have um, similar issues with Joe Cordino Joe Cordino had a fight, and I was trying to remember the, the first name of against Farouk Korbanov, and one of the yeah. undercards in the in the uh, bubble. I can't Good remember find, the Korbanov. Yeah. And he had to... That was a majority decision, which I didn't think... I thought Cordino won clear enough, but he had some moments in that
1: fight where he kind of... Against a non-puncher, though. Non-puncher. That's what I'm to yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, yeah, you're right. I've got. To, I've seen that as well. Against, against, against the was it a Spaniard? Who was the kiddie Enrique
0: box? Enrique was the box before that. The guy yeah, in Liverpool. That was in he beat, no, no uh, Jordan was the, he was Jordan
1: who was the guy? Who was the guy he boxed in in Liverpool recently, uh, not too long ago when Conor Ben?
0: Oh, the uh, Miko Hernandez. Catcher, tra- catcher, tra- no, Joshua Hernandez was in Eddie Hearn's back garden. I remember oh, okay. before That's then, what what everyone said, "Well, this will go a few rounds." And he him yeah. about in
1: the first round. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah the, lad, the that. that. So he, I thought he boxed really well, Joe. But again, he didn't have things his own way. He had to sort of like you know, be patient and work things out. And it, so he've had those fights where you know not everything goes perfect for him. So he's had to adapt. But he haven't been really. We haven't seen him take a great shot yet, and be shook up and. And and Rakhamov potentially can do that. See Rakimov you look at Rakimov against against Alpha Barrett, take that one fight and Joe doesn't beat doesn't get beat by him. That's where we'd see that. But I do think back, before when Joe was boxing the goa, when he beat the and I thought Rakimov was a harder fight on paper than the goa. I thought, actually. I thought the goal was I thought the goal was a danger with the, with the power. And I was worried about that. If Joe gets tagged, what's gonna happen? But as the rounds went on, I thought actually, I thought Joe was going to have a, start, a fast start. Not the start he had, but he was going to have a fast start, not a fast finish. But um, I thought, well, at some point he's going to get hurt and see what happens there. But I thought Rakimov would close the distance quicker and better all wrong game than the goal for me. And I thought it was a harder fight. His first defence was going to be a harder fight. But when I saw him against Zelfa Parrot, I thought, oh, Joe doesn't beat that. Because Zelfa did so well, but it's like Joe can do what Zelfa does. But Joe's bigger by, than Zelfa, by the way. He doesn't look at i've got those big shoulders, but Joe's massive for the weight. Yeah, He's mm. he yeah, he's not a super featherweight Joe. No chance. Like he's, he's like. But actually again, disguising I, himself. But, I, but again, I,
2: I like that throughout the course of his career. He started at super feather, then he went up to lightweight, and yeah. mm-hmm. he? then he came back down mm-hmm. again. And again, I like that because it's it would have been easier to stay at lightweight, but I think he realised, well, I can do super feather. I need to buckle down and do it. So he did it,
1: and the opportunities were there. Lightweight, he wasn't gonna look in, was he? Yeah, the the, the, the quality was there. You know, you, you, have, you have the box. You have the box. Two world level fight, just again, opportunity. to box for the world title. Whereas super featherweight, it was an easier route. So, and if you can make the weight, you take it, of course. And, and also, the, just to, 'cause we're from different ends of the city, just to take that best that best super featherweight all, away from <laughs> me, you know, was, was that all the motivation he needed? <laughs> <laughs> and he did it.
0: Right. <laughs> but, um Sorry, but before we uh, we wrap things up and talk about this weekend um, with Javante Davis and uh, Ryan Garcia, uh, British lightweight title fight, which I'm sure you've got a keen eye on, a rematch. The first fight <laughs> yeah. was very, was good, very yeah. good between Gavin Gwyn and Quaig, uh, Quaig? Craig Woodruff, um, an all Welsh affair, Barry, for the British lightweight title. I've seen that one playing. Out. I thought the first fight was a really good fight.
1: England's in Cardiff, because the first one was in Bolton. Yeah, yeah. since <laughs> mean, <you> that, didn't <laughs> it? But um, yeah, that's a great. Fight. Yeah, it was a good fight. Yeah, see, I thought I thought Gwyn's endi- like like woodruff has been fantastic Woodruff, because he's really been matched really hard. Never looked like a kid who was going to do anything, but just buckled down, and and you no, know, and he pushed Quinn and to be honest, maybe he thought he did enough just to wick it. To be fair, but it was a close enough fight. Oh. I think Gwyn just might get it right this time, to be honest. All I would say is that Gwyn's work rate and toughness doesn't intimidate Woodruff, mm. who, who, who's seasoned in many ways, I would say, and, and tough himself. But it'll be a good fight, it'll be a great fight, because I think it plays out similar to the first one, because neither one can adapt that well i just them off here i mean
0: no but they're stars yeah the stars yeah, yeah, yeah so and they complement each other well as well exactly makes yeah for so it makes,
1: fight, for a, yeah. it makes for a great fight so they they both have the same game plan they just try and be more forceful with it and i just think green can just maybe up the gear a little bit more than, than he did in the first one and just sneak over a win this time but it's that sort of fight but i do think that he that he has a little bit more in his locker but i'm not confident about it gotta be honest it's a good fight i'm looking forward to it Really am. And it's what you need for an undercad. Yeah, it's yeah, ideal. Title yeah. Fight. And also in yeah, Wales straight. as well, for all things, you know, it's fantastic. Yeah. It really is. It's, it, may, it may not be the chief support I don't know maybe the, got Sandy Ryan, for Sandy Ryan for vacant world title yeah.
0: and then there's Zelfa Barrett as well Jordan Thompson versus uh, yeah. Luke the Duke Hopkins Zelfa well Barrett the other got a um, <laughs> but we are going to move on because we've got to talk about this weekend before we do that I want a couple of predictions from you fine gentlemen for this weekend Shavkat Rakimov versus Joe Cordina Andy going to come to you two time for Joe Cordina
2: yeah Cordina points yeah same Barry? here same here Points.
0: Okay, I think Cordina gets the stoppage um, but you know we're all we're all always wrong so we'll, yeah. we'll look forward to seeing that um, okay that's all we've got time for for this edition of the ID Boxing podcast thank you to Barry Jones and Andy Clark for joining us and we'll catch up with you next time